What is Montrospective? It's what we say to ourselves and our attitude towards it. We repeat mantras over and over again to ourselves. If we're doing it right, they're positive, not negative. What we say affects our attitude and our point of view. We all have dreams and goals, but how many of us know where to start to make them happen? I am fascinated by everyday people who are doing extraordinary things, and I wanted to find out why and how they were able to be successful. I spent 16 years in radio, not as a DJ, but as a promotions director. I never had an interest in being front and center or putting myself out there as a personality. Fast forward to today, I have something to say and messages from incredible people to share. Simply put, I am interested. I want to know what propels everyday people to follow their dreams in the hopes that it will inspire you to do the same. We have one life to live. Let's listen, learn, and share our journey with the world. This is Montrospective. Montrospective would like to thank our sponsor. If you're looking for a one-stop shop that offers yoga, meditation, Reiki, readings, and various other classes along with being a metaphysical store, check out Mantra in Blue Springs, Missouri off 7 Highway. Also online at mantrakc.com. Before we get to our guests, I have the pleasure of introducing a co-host who you have all heard me talk about and who is responsible for editing each and every podcast since the beginning. And he happens to be my husband. Anthony, welcome to Montrospective. Hello, everybody. Are you nervous at all about doing this? Yeah, a little bit. We've never done anything like this before together ever. No, we have not. So why now? Um, I think with the guests we have today, um, I think it was a good uh, it was a good time to to uh, get on the other side of the microphone, as they say. All right. So that brings us to our guests. They are some dear friends of ours and entrepreneurs who took a passion and a vision and turned it into a thriving natural wine business all during a pandemic. Jamie and Liz Zoller, welcome to Montrospective. Hi. Hi. <laughs> it's so weird when you introduce somebody and you hear it. It's like, oh yeah, that's me. I did that. <laughs> the interesting connection is Anthony and Liz have known each other for over 20 years. You guys have known each other for more than half your lives. So we're not going to ask you to share dirt on each other, although that would be pretty fun. I think for Jamie and I, especially, but uh, we won't go there. podcasting <laughs> <laughs> that's for some real drinks sometime and hanging out um I typically start off these episodes by asking about your childhood and what kind of kids you were and obviously you didn't know each other back then so you can answer separately but what were your dreams like what did you really want to be when you grew up because I'm sure you had no thoughts about being entrepreneurs in the wine business necessarily when you were you know playing with dolls at five years old or playing with army men or whatever so I don't know I, I always just was playing with the neighborhood kids the way we did in the 80s just always out playing basketball playing baseball playing soccer playing football whatever um you know the, the as far back as I can remember I wanted to be a, a naval fighter pilot but um, that was, I think, possibly influenced by the movie Top Gun. <laughs> so, Me too. Me too. Um, As every kid of, of, of that generation. Yeah. Af after about 10 years old, that passed. Um, and then for the long, you know, 
pretty early on, I wanted to go down the path of being a famous rock and roll star and even uh, attempted that through my mid twenties. And uh, that never really panned out either. <laughs> <laughs> so what kind of music were you playing? Was it like, like heavy rock music or what was it? Alternative rock, yeah. Original alternative rock. Uh, nice. A couple different bands in my teens and twenties. And please uh, tell me there's some recordings of that somewhere. Oh, there is. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but you know, as a aspiring musician, I had to work uh, an hourly job, and that's when I got into uh, service industry and uh, started bartending at a uh, 23 years old. Did that for close to 20 years, um, which of course led me to wine. What was it about bartending that you liked so much? Was it the interaction with people? Was it the creativity yeah. you got to have? No, I think mostly just the interaction with people. Um, I really like talking to people. So um, that, was, that was fun, you know? I bet you've heard some great stories over the years. Yeah, I've met some pretty pretty wild folks and uh, definitely have some some stories. Nice, nice. All right, Liz, what about you? Um, I was kind of actually a pretty introverted kid um, for the most part. Uh, my mom said she would always say that my brother and I were just complete opposites because he always wanted to be around people and entertaining and um, kind of the clown. And I could tuck away in my room with my record player and stay in there for hours. And she's like, it's, what's going on in there? So, you know, just me and my records and my dolls and I could kind of go into my own brain and it was uh, very imaginative. Um, Anthony's probably laughing because he knows the very extroverted side of me, which only my closest crew knew, but <laughs> around, the masses, I was always pretty introverted. So, I'm, and I'm still like that. I'm pretty quiet um, around a lot of people, but um, my, my closest friends know the real Liz. <laughs> um, and then through my teens, I was hell on wheels and had a lot of fun with my friends. And I've just always been kind of a dreamer and a little lakey and wild and, um, yeah, I was, I kind of bounced around between jobs, never knew what I really wanted to do. Um, gosh, if it, you asked what we wanted to be as kids, I thought about being a teacher because that kind of runs in the family. Um, but I mean, I've just been all over the place and I don't think I've, I, I still don't think I haven't nailed down. Yeah. You, but you like to try a little bit of everything. I do. Not, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I can't focus in one place for too long. Now, that said, I've been with my, the company I'm at, um, aside from running this wine shop um, for almost nine years. And so that's going pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. I think you're constantly evolving and changing yeah. and coming up with new ideas and new things. Um, right. So we already know that you're married and you've started a successful business together. But I want to know more about you as a couple. So how did you meet and how did you know that each other was the one? We met, I guess, through a, through a mutual friend. Um, I was managing a restaurant and uh, found myself behind the bar most nights. And uh, she would come in every so often. I mean, 
many months would pass <laughs> in between her visits, but uh, I don't know. I think we kind of flirted for about a year before I finally got her friend to give me her phone number. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so you, did you like, did you ever approach it with her when she was in? Did you ever uh, no. like try to dig around and ask, do you have a boyfriend or anything like that? You just no. flirted? Just kind of flirted and then uh, she would leave and I would ask her friend for her phone number and she would always say no. <laughs> that's a good friend that's a protective friend why don't you get it yourself i mean come on <laughs> well that's good well you know liz was it the same experience for you were you like did you have the same interest that he did and just not act on it or i mean we were both kind of coming out of relationships too so i wasn't really quite ready to jump into anything and neither was he so um we took it very slow and then once we were together, we, we went very took fast. it very slow before we took it very fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's good. And and something that you both have brought up, which I think made me understand your relationship so much more, and you've already said it, is that Jamie, you've got a love of wine, and Liz, you have a love of music and records. And anybody who visits your home sees that immediately. Immediately, you have a record collection like I've never seen before, and wine and I think whiskey and all sorts of, of beverages. I mean, you definitely have the fun, chill party house. So I kind of get how you guys came together in that way. Was that immediate when you met that you kind of both merged that love of those things? Or is that something you figured out later on? Uh, yeah, it happened pretty quickly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he's probably got two thirds of the records down there. <laughs> so we, yeah, we've just build our collection together. He's got the whiskey and bourbon collection. Um, it doesn't get touched very often, but it's quite beautiful. It is a, it is a fantastic collection. It's I've beautiful. <laughs> seen it as, you know, as, as a person who's just getting into bourbon, it's, it's, yeah, it is quite the collection. Um, <laughs> would you say that like music was probably the first thing that you bonded on? Yeah. Yeah. That's no. fair. Yeah. Right. So were you still um, playing music at the time, Jamie, or was that already in your past? Like, did no, you go, hey, I'm a, I'm a rock star and you should date me? <laughs> no, no, no. And I will say that I, if he was still a musician, there's no way I would have dated him because I've been down that road and no. <laughs> I think that's good advice to everyone listening. No offense <laughs> to the musicians. Yeah, I mean, I would encourage him if he wanted to pick up some guitar and start playing again, but we're not doing the band thing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I've, I mentioned we've been over to your house several times and well at least one time maybe not several I can't remember now but it was such a cool experience you guys have a vibe and a decor as well that I haven't seen it's it's very eclectic so how would you describe your style I guess um so we kind of try to merge our styles, but I probably have taken over a little bit. Um, he definitely likes more antique, um, like family heirloom. And I like mid-century and some boho and just kind of, I don't know. Does that sound right to you? Yeah. Yeah. Probably 75% or more of our houses either thrifted, antiqued, or something that we got from family. Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely a space where, 
like you couldn't guess what year it was. Right. Yeah, you know that's I mean? true. <laughs> like you could walk yeah. in the house and you wouldn't go, oh, this is a, you know, house where the furniture was bought in the 2020s or the 90s right. or whatever. It's very, it's, you know, it's, it, I think old is the wrong word for it because that's a sort of vintage. Yeah, vintage, vintage. is, yes. yeah. Vintage, vintage is a better it. word for it. But, but, you know, it, but, you know, it definitely sets a vibe that, that I think goes into your store as well. Uh, you know, as, as, you know, when, you know, when we went to go visit the shop, the, the vibe is, is, is very similar in the shop as it is, you know, in your home, um, which, you know, I think is really cool. Yeah, perfect segue to get into that. So how was your idea born for Big Mood Natural Wines? And we're going to get into all that because I need to understand what natural wine is. But how did you two come up with that idea or who had it first and approached the other and said, hey, I've got this crazy concept. What do you think? Well, we always knew that we wanted to have our own business. Um, at first, it looked more like a bar yeah, I wanted a, a cafe. Yeah, like a French restaurant. Yeah, we were tossing ideas around, and then we realized how much it costs to start a restaurant, and kind of put that off on the back burner. Yeah, I got soured on restaurants too, having worked in them for so long. Um, I definitely wasn't looking for that uh, 14, 15, 16 hour workday anymore. Right. Um, working for the slimmest of margins, you know. A, during a pandemic, um, we just, we got out of the restaurant dream after a couple of years. Yeah, and definitely as we're getting older, he didn't want to spend, like he was saying, so many hours in a restaurant. He actually wants to be home with his family, which is pretty nice. <laughs> so, Bonus points to you for that. Yeah, so we started to pivot towards something more sustainable for our family. Um, and for him, because it, it really does beat you up. I, I empathize with all restaurant management and servers and it's, it's grueling. It's grueling work mentally and physically. So we were ready to get him out of there. <laughs> so was this idea thought of pre-pandemic? Like how long was this in the making before you actually opened the doors? We specifically went to Milwaukee in October of 2019, and Liz wanted to visit this natural wine shop. They had just opened. In fact, like they didn't even have a sign yet. Um, I think we were there during a soft opening or something, and um, we were just talking to the woman that owned the place and mentioned that we you know, would like to do something like this back in Kansas City. And she said to do it now before somebody else does. And uh, I will say too, when we walked in the shop, it just, it just felt right. Like it felt was beautiful. <laughs> there was good energy in there. There was really good energy in there. And then when she said that, it was just like this uh, gong. I don't know. <laughs> like, this is it. This is what you need to do. So we talked about it on our drive home and just kind of daydreamed about it. And uh, our friend um, and partner, Richard, actually texted or IM'd me, DM'd, whatever it's called, um, on Instagram. And uh, I know, he, uh, he saw some photos that we were posting of and he said, oh, that's my dream. I've always wanted to do something like that. And we were just, I was like, uh, you should talk to Jamie. 
pretty quickly. And I figured I would just, you know, breeze by, but he texted Jamie, I think within five minutes. Yeah, we met, I think like the next day, yeah. Richard and I did, and just continued the dream, started making lists of, uh, you know, what we want the store to look like, what we want the store to be called, what we want to sell in the store, um, you know, possible locations for the shop. Um, and, you know, this process went on for a couple of months and Richard and I would meet once or twice a week and, uh, and just put notes on paper and we were always looking for real estate. And then he and I would kind of talk at home because I still have my full-time gig too. So he and I would kind of talk at home and then they would go talk in a restaurant. And yeah. yeah. So did like Richard have the same dreams that you did about opening a shop and you guys just happen to kind of come together at the right time yeah and he's gonna make it happen uh, he's in our same age range so and he's also a dad and he uh, was also in the restaurant industry for 20 something years so he was ready to get out as well it just kind of all aligned right perfectly. and i would say what really drew me to having this partner um because you know, initially it was just going to be he and I, but what I thought was Jamie's so logical and so good with the math and the numbers and the business. And, you know, he, he can really dial it in. Um, and Richard is more of a dreamer and big ideas. And, you know, it, it's just a great yin and yang. And then I'm in there with my feminine touch, I like to say. <laughs> um, <laughs> to put my little spin on things and throw out my little quirky ideas. So it's worked out really well. Well, that's awesome. And I'm a big believer in that, that everything happens in the time that it's supposed to. Had you went ahead with your restaurant dream, you would be in a completely oh. different situation right now than you are, you know, if you had actually followed through with that. So, you know, your gut told you it's not right. It's not what I want to do. And you waited for the right opportunity. And then Richard manifests here he is like hey I've got the same dream let's do this and you know I, I see all of that everything that you just described makes sense I mean the power of you three coming together has created this awesome idea that hasn't been done before here you are the first natural wine shop in Kansas City which is super exciting but now I need to know what natural wine actually is <laughs> I mean, I tasted it and it's delicious, yeah. but tell the listeners what it is. There's no technical definitions, but it's basically just, you know, wine that's not messed with. It's wine without the poison. It's wine without the bullshit. It's just, you know, in the field, the farmers are not spraying pesticides or petrochemicals. Um, and then in the winemaking process, they're not adding or subtracting anything. They're just fermenting the grapes and, uh, and, and bottling the juice. I mean, it's, uh, it's wine without poison. I will say, you know, I had my first bottle uh, over Thanksgiving and, you know, I've, I'm, you know, in my early 40s. And so, you know, I've had a few bottles of wine, you know, over the years. I've never actually physically tasted a grape before. You know how they always call it grape juice, but it literally tasted like I could actually taste a grape. It was clean. It was fresh. And it really kind of just broadened wine so much for me of this is probably how it was supposed to taste. 
but you know, over the years, it just with you know mass marketing, and you have to make more and more and more. You know, I'm sure you have to you know do these things, and and you know, I will say, I I I came into natural wine thinking it's going to be really really expensive, but it's not. It's not at all. You know, you're not paying. Yes, you can, but you're not going to pay ninety dollars for a good bottle of natural wine. It's twenty bucks. It's twenty five bucks, and yeah, so it's affordable. Yeah. It's it's not, you can't get like the three buck chuck of natural No, wine. right, <laughs> but, right. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I think our high- You still gotta pay humans to, to yeah. make the wine. Sure, sure. <laughs> but I think the point is though, is that when we came in there, you guys have a really cool way of pricing the wine that's actually painted onto the bottles. And we didn't understand what that meant. We had to ask Jamie, what do these numbers mean? He's like, oh, that's how much it costs. And we both looked at each other going, you're kidding me. This yeah, is it, like, really? Like, get... We expected it to be like 50, 60 bucks a bottle. And some in there probably are, but it was like $24. We're like, this is awesome. This is great. So yeah, and a, big, yeah. uh, a big idea of ours is we want it to be approachable. We don't want people to walk in and go, oh, you know, walk away because we would. <laughs> so we want it to be affordable. We want everyone to be able to experience it. So we got- How's it? How's it been received so far by your customers? Really well. Um, we've had a lot of people that live in that neighborhood in the crossroads. Um, so the neighbors have received us really well. There's obviously a, a, a wine and natural wine community in Kansas City that has definitely uh, welcomed us and received us well. Um, yeah, I mean, of course, we're going to get a couple people a week who, who come in and, and don't get it or don't want to get it. And, uh, you know, we, we can't uh, capture everyone, but uh, I'd say we're doing pretty well. But for our, you know, we opened in August uh, during a pandemic and we've already beat several goals. We've been able to celebrate some accomplishments. So I'd say that's pretty good for- Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> we're we're very you... happy. Did you have any reservations about continuing on and opening up during a pandemic? Or did you just say, now as good a time as any, let's do this? Yeah. More of a have to. Yeah, it was like, let's hurry up and get this place open. So um, both of them were furloughed. Richard and I lost our, our general manager restaurant jobs back in late March. And so It wasn't looking promising that they'd be brought back since they're the high salary jobs in a restaurant. Yeah, I'm technically still on furlough. So uh, <laughs> if, if you're listening out there, James Taylor, um, <laughs> give me a call. <laughs> yeah, so we were, uh, you know, he was on unemployment and everything was fine. Um, but we realized that things weren't going to get any better and we had to kick it into high gear. It was now or never. I mean, I guess not never, but um we wanted to secure this so he would be ready um, when, un when unemployment ran out. So yeah, uh, opened August, August 7th, August 7th. So well, see, that's exciting. And that's what I want the listeners of this podcast to know is that you can take those risks. I mean, if you still had your job, Jamie, you wouldn't have the time to commit like you right. had during the pandemic to actually kind of get all your ducks in a row, work the numbers, figure out how we're actually going to do this. So it's actually kind of a blessing in disguise. 
So you can make the whole lemons out of lemonade or make lemonade out of lemons. What is it? Make lemon out of lemonade out of lemons. I don't know. I don't, I don't make lemonade apparently. (laughs) So back to wine. Uh, Yeah. So one thing I wanted to ask you too, which I completely skipped over is where did the name come from? Okay. Well, we, we had a different name and it kind of went along with our music, our love of music. And we were going to, we were going to go with analog and while we were talking about it, like we talked about it for a couple of weeks, we weren't completely sold on it, but it, that was the number one. And then somebody else swiped it out. And so we had to move down the list and, you know, Richard had a nice list and he started spitting them out. And as soon as we said big mood, he and I both lit up and you're like, oh, that sounds right. That's one of my favorite things about it. It's so unique and cool and different. And I think it's still adds those vibes together it's still music related it's still you know wine drinking related like anthony said walking into your shop it's a vibe it is and i know you have bigger plans um for that later on down the road when we actually can not you know socially distance and be with each other that you're going to have like a little wine bar and a hangout area and everything and it already has that vibe you don't even need those things for it to have that vibe you just kind of want to chill there you have bunch of records and a record player with music going and local art on the walls it's beautiful you guys have done a fantastic job with it thank you yeah i just wanted to like sit on us on the stairs and just like with a bottle in hand and just drink it yeah and just like i just wanted to hang out there it's just a really like a natural comfortable place you might sit in downtown if you do that yeah, really <laughs> sit, on, sit on the corner with a bottle and drink what, what? Yeah. Well, what is it like for you guys to be married, living together, and working together? Well, we don't work in the shop together that much. You know, Saturday afternoons, we're there together. Now, that doesn't mean that we're still not working together. I mean, we're every day we talk business in some way or another, Um, but we're making it work, you know. I think there was a lot of stress early on, and uh, me especially, if if the dollars aren't there, I tend to really stress out. (laughs) And, uh, you know, thankfully, Liz can like bring me down to earth and uh, make me realize everything's gonna be okay. That's awesome. Do you have disagreements professionally? And if you do, how do you help? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Liz jumps in right away. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> We're human. And and luckily there's three of us. So like, there's never a tie, yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. The, the good thing about it is also we, we keep in mind that we're all very passionate about it. So even in disagreement, we can understand that we all just want the same end goal. We all just want to survive and succeed and make this thing, everything that we've ever wanted. We just, you know, I think it's hard to realize how far out it's gonna be, you know. We we wish we were a year ahead, but we're still in those beginning months and still building. So I guess check back with us in a year, <laughs> see how we're doing. <laughs> Well, you're off to a great start. We visited, was it last week? Or, well, it was right before Thanksgiving. And it was like a revolving door because we hung out there for a while and there was constantly traffic coming in. And I thought that was awesome, you know, to see 
these faces coming in and they knew what they were for. And if they didn't, Jamie was there to help them out and answer their questions. And that gave me a lot of hope for small businesses right now. They're still trying to hang on and still trying to make things happen. And you're starting a brand new small business during all of this. So that's got to give you, I guess, some excitement, you know, of, okay, we, we've done the right thing. We're on the right track because this is a product that people actually want. What advice would you give married couples or even just friends that are interested in going into business together? <laughs> I don't know. Um, make sure you really like spending a lot of time with this person. <laughs> I mean, so like, like, are there things that you've learned about each other that you didn't know before now working professionally together and like doing this, you know, like, are, are there, are there, I, I, you know, like, oh, I didn't know she was so passionate about this. Or I didn't know that he was so, you know, this meant so like so much to, you know, that person. Sure. For me, it's just like constantly taking a step back. I'm used to having employees. Right. And, uh, not to say that, that I was a hard ass or anything, but bosses can speak to their employees a certain way yeah. and sometimes have to speak to them a certain way. Sure. Absolutely. Um, we are not in a boss employee relationship. We are co-owners. And, um, and I think that was a struggle with both of the guys because they were, they've both been in restaurant management for so many years. So it, it's hard. It was hard, um, to all of all of us be equal and everything's great. We've just, we had a few like frustrating moments, but that's just part of it. I mean, you just have to breathe through it and realize we're all just very passionate. Well, looking forward a year from now what do you consider a success for your business? <laughs> I mean, there's no like, pressure or anything. I mean, but, but you have, but it, Jamie, especially you, I know you've thought about it, especially the money guy part of me. That's like, Hey, if we can keep the lights on, then we're doing okay. But uh, and I'm more of a dreamer. yeah, realistically, um, you know, we want to have the, the wine bar in place. All of this is kind of vaccine pending but um you know just keep uh doing a little bit better each month you know so since we've opened we've done a little bit better each month and uh like to just continue that trend for at least another year um, i i definitely would eventually love a second location a small second location maybe on the kansas side but again that's very post-COVID. <laughs> there is a perfect example right there of the balance you're talking about. You're the dreamer already looking to the future. Let's open yeah. two, three, four more locations. Yeah. And Jamie's like, whoa. <laughs> you gotta pay rent. Back here. Yeah. <laughs> but that's exciting. It's good to have that, that balance. You got to have somebody who's forward thinking, sees a bigger picture, um, and is going to push the other person to doing those things and being a, a success at it. So that's a good compliment. And I'm sure again, with Richard there and they're not ever being a tie, I think you've got some really great going. So congratulations for following through because it would have been easy right now during a pandemic to say, this isn't the right time, not gonna do it. But like you said perfectly, Liz, everything aligned. Does it add any more pressure to you as a couple doing this during a pandemic when everything is so unsure does it cause any additional stress on your relationship that way or not 
<laughs> no, I mean, yeah. luckily we're selling wine. <laughs> people uh, <laughs> people want to drink right now, so yeah, um, we've got that going for us. Yeah, I don't, I don't see any extra pressure. I mean, anyway, it's so funny if you guys are just listening to the podcast and you know, if this part of the video, I haven't shared it. I'm just watching them stare at each other, like waiting for the other person to answer. Like, are we having any problems or issues? I don't think so. Okay. Is this therapy? What's going on? <laughs> it's adorable. Yes. It's free therapy. It's fine. Everything's fine. But that's the thing is that you work around wine all day and then you come home and drink wine. So it's, you know, a win-win for everybody. Right. Well, one of the questions I have for you both, especially because I'm sure there's probably some critics in your life that thought you were crazy for doing this when you were doing it. So how do you deal with criticism? I don't listen to it. I mean, it just all feels right to me. I think, I mean, I even have some family members that are like, are you sure about this? Maybe they've had some um, bad personal business, you know, maybe they try to a business and it didn't work out so well so automatically we're going to fail um so I think there's some fear there for some other people but I, I just I believe in us so much that it doesn't bother me yeah know, do you how about you Jamie I, I I definitely listen to it and uh <laughs> it just drives me it's like I'll show you sort of thing you know like so you use it more like a constructive way Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, you're having a cat issue. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, we've got dog issues going on too, so it's perfect. Okay. Yeah. Animals are going to take over soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, we definitely, excuse me, I definitely take it all uh, personally, maybe more personally than I should. And it just <laughs> makes me want to uh, just like really over succeed. Well, again, that's that balance again. You've got one. He was like, I don't pay attention to it. It just rolls right off me. And the other one, I internalize everything and then I go after it, and, you know, that, but that is, it's a good balance. And I'm sure you compliment each other with that. I'm sure Liz, when you see Jamie going off the deep end, you're there to reel him back in. Maybe. I don't know. Okay, no, I, I don't know. I just saw a weird facial expression. So I could be completely off. Text messages all the time. Like, Hey, it's going to be fine. Well, on the opposite end of the, the spectrum here, what inspires you? I, I don't know. I guess for me, it's uh, seeing people uh, succeed at something that they're passionate about. Um, it's in inspirational, you know, seeing it, whether it's a, a couple that owns a restaurant or, um, or anything, just seeing people do what they love and, uh, and be able to do what they love. That's very inspiring. Um, I guess mine would be, um, yeah, uh, I would say unselfish acts of kindness, uh, especially now. I follow those like only good news Instagram posts. Uh, and I think it's really good in my feed because I think I cry like three times a day reading those. <laughs> so those inspire me. And then of course, music and arts. And I miss going to watch the ballet and the, sing the symphony and that inspires me, artistic everything. Have you guys taken a moment to actually stop and reflect on what you've been able to accomplish so far? Or are you still so in it 
that it hasn't hit you yet that you did this, that you set your mind to something and the doors are open and the sales are happening. Have you taken that time for yourself yet? I think every couple of weeks when we, you know, hit a, a sales goal or have a really great day in the shop, it's, it's fun to reflect for an hour, um, but maybe over a bottle of wine after hours. Um, but at the same time, we're so very much in it and, and there's a stack of invoices on the desk in the office <laughs> and, uh, you know, we just uh, take it day by day. And I would think uh, I, I'm kind of along that, but uh, even when we don't have such a great day, um, I can say to him, like, remember when this number, this goal was like our baseline and now we're like smashing it. And, you know, um, I kind of flip it the other way. <laughs> and you guys think of like a moment or two that you've had in the shop on any given random day where you thought to yourself, you know, this is, this is it. This is what we wanted. This was the goal all along. Like, has it been a customer come in and never try natural wine before and, and, and maybe come back and say, you know, you know, Oh my gosh, this is, you know, like exactly what I want, what, what I like. Or have you just been just in a quiet time in a shop by yourself and go, you know what, like, this is it. This is what we wanted. Has, has there, has there been something like that for you too? For me, it's every Saturday after I leave that place, I sit in my car for a second. And I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> this, is exactly, this is exactly what I want to do. Yeah. Th this Saturday specifically, Liz and I worked the, the whole day and the whole night together, just the two of us. And, uh, we had a, a fair day, you know, it, it was, it was a good Saturday and at eight o'clock we locked the door and uh, turned off the lights and it just, um, we've recently decorated for Christmas. And so we were turning off the lights and all the Christmas lights are glowing and, and um, we may have had a glass of wine, you know, and, and it just <laughs> was like, okay, yeah, we did this. We opened this shop and it's pretty cool. That's cool. That's good. And I can kind of envision that it's something special around this time of year too. I think Christmas lights and everything, just like Liz, you're reading Instagram and crying three times a day. There's something about Christmas lights that gets you all weepy. So glad you guys have had at least that acknowledgement because it's important, I think, for you to put all this time and energy into something that you both love, but then to be able to truly appreciate it and pat yourselves on the back and say, hey, we accomplished something really cool and maybe it ends a year from now maybe it doesn't maybe this is what we do for the rest of our lives but no matter what we gave it a shot right. so I want to say congratulations to both of you on that because you are truly an inspiration to a lot of people that want to do things like that and have no idea where to start and for you it kind of just came together like you said everything aligned the right people got put in place the timing got put in place and it happened so um, for everybody listening, know that it's possible. You know, these two took a situation that they could have easily just said, well, this sucks. And Jamie, you could have said, I got to go work a warehouse job or something to, you know, make ends meet. But instead you said, no, we're going to take our dream and we're going to make it a reality. So now we've reached the point in the podcast where I'm going to ask you to find your mantraspective. 
We allow outside events to affect our mood all the time. We get stuck in traffic and we get upset for no apparent reason, but we just get upset that we're stuck in traffic. So I'm going to give you your own unique scenario and you find the good in it. And this is going to be very unique to you guys. So you're full-time business owners, but you're also full-time mom and dad. You do all you can to find a balance between work commitments and your family. The holidays are proving to be a lucrative time in your business, but you don't want to miss out on family traditions. Find your retrospective. This is you. <laughs> oh my God. Well, we didn't mention they have a beautiful daughter who we've all determined is an old soul and has been here a hundred times before because she's smarter than probably all of us put together. Um, but she's a joy to be around and has all of her own things going on. So you're having to find a way to balance family life and this new vision and new dream. So what good can you find in that? In the fact that you've got a successful business going on that's taking up quite a bit of your time, but making sure you have time for your daughter as well. I mean, really, we, we actually have more time with her now um, because he's not working these crazy hours and we're able to be a little bit more flexible with our commuting and um, with our hours in the shop. If he needs to be home, we can manage it. So we, we're actually quite fortunate with, with our time with our family right now, more fortunate than before, um, especially with... I hate to boast about something positive with COVID, but because Corey's stuck at home, <laughs> uh, because she's doing virtual school and half virtual ballet, and since we're home a little bit more, we actually have a lot more time to spend with our beautiful, smart, wonderful teenage daughter. So. Yeah. But see, that's not boasting. That's perfect. I, I don't have to work a thousand holiday shifts in the restaurant. That's so. the other thing. We can close <laughs> the door. <laughs> yeah, we, we have the freedom to close the we're door. We're not going to work on Christmas Eve, and we're not going to work on all of these holidays because we can be with our family. Well, you guys just nailed that one completely. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, no, that's absolutely perfect. That's, that's you know, I think the no, positives, because again, good. you're not... That, but uh, it's there somewhere <laughs> yeah well you're not boasting about covid but because of that situation it allowed you the opportunity to spend more time with your daughter that you might not have had otherwise she's a very active kid and has a lot going on so if this hadn't happened and she's got dance recitals and she's traveling or doing this or doing that that changes the whole narrative altogether so bravo to you guys uh, <laughs> We have one final question for you both. What mantra do you say to yourself that keeps you going? Well, he knows mine because I say it to him all the time. You know, you know. I, I text him all the time. I'm like, keep the faith, keep the faith. Like, you just have to keep going and believe that it's, it's going to work out. It's going to work out. So keep the faith. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't really thought of it, but uh, to borrow from a 80s television commercial, time to make the donuts. <laughs> that's good, yeah, that's good, yeah. That's fantastic, time to crush the grapes. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good, and keep the faith is good too. Again, back to that balance, you know? Liz, you're the, you're the 
one living in the clouds and all that, everything's going to be great. And, and, you know, I'm sure you have your moments too, but I think it's super helpful to have a partner who is constantly seeing the light at the end of the tunnel and the good in everything. Um, so that it helps people like Jamie and me who are <laughs> the ones that are like waiting for the other shoe to drop and how's this going to work and how's this going to happen? Beautifully. <laughs> yeah. By the way, that was a compliment to you, Anthony. I don't know if you picked up on I, that or I not. Didn't, but... I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. No, and, and I think we're, we're similar, um, you know, when it comes to the, just like just this podcast, you know, thing that she started, you know, I was more like, okay, well, how are we going to get it, you know, online and how's it going to sound and, and, you know, uh, is it going to be monetized and all this kind of stuff. And, she was just like, no, let's just, let's just do it. It's just, it's, you know, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be free. It's going to be open. It's so be... unlike me to just do something. Right. So we, we, like, we actually kind of flipped a little bit where, uh, you know, I was more the free spirited kind of person and she was the more, um, you know, like straightforward and we kind of flipped it. And, and I think it, it really kind of works, uh, you know, from my perspective where, you know, I, I, I'm kind of moving under into her idea now of, of, you know, kind of what this means and, and, you know, you know, for both of us. So. Well, I think that's yeah. a beautiful dance yeah. being in a relationship. I mean, right. you have to know who's, but, I, who's but I don't know that we could actually work together like you two do. I think we might kill each other. Yeah. 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 I, I think always if we went into business. I always said that too. When we talked about a restaurant, I was like, I don't know if I could ever work with him. And here we are. You never know. Right. Right. <laughs> I have been labeled a control freak. So <laughs> I haven't said that. I just I haven't said it. I just don't disagree when she says it. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be fun when we hang up from this. Um, <laughs> do you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave with the listeners about opening up your own business or about the wine you sell? The floor is yours. Anything you want to share? I don't know. It's something that is very um, unlike me to say. I would say follow your dreams. Absolutely. And there's no too old or too young or there's no timeline. Just, just go for it. Well, Jamie and Liz, um, you're going to be an inspiration to so many people that want to take the leap into starting their own business. Um, it may not have been 100% on your terms, but you took the situation you were in and you made it a positive and look at you now. So we can't wait to watch all the success that we know you're going to have in truly realizing the Big Mood Natural Wines dream. If you're interested in learning more, visit BigMoodNaturalWines.com or if you're in the Kansas City area, you can stop by their shop at 2020 Baltimore. It's not too late to pick up some great wine for the holidays. So thanks for listening and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks guys. Cheers. Remember, your thoughts become your reality. You have all you need to begin to make your dreams come true. Dream it, believe it, manifest it. Have a great week and I'll talk to you again soon.